Hello. Hey, Chanel. What is up? Uh, you know. Dude, this is our last episode of the season. Hey, we fucking did that. Yeah, we did. I mean. From going, it was like two years. Right. Of us saying. Mm, that sounds like it could be pretty cool. Let's do it. Right. And then finally being like, okay, yeah, let's fucking do this shit. Can you relate to that? Like, I don't know about you because you seem like such a go-getter. But for me, how many fucking times I've been like, oh, we should do a project. We should do this. I should do that. Like, I want to start a band. Whatever. Like, that's a true story. Really? I've literally (laughs) wanted to be in a band since I was born. So that's a side. We can talk about that later. But... I'm just saying this, like, kind of um, never-ending ambition and sort of, like, plan and and ideas that tend to just fall flat. And you don't actually do them. Does that happen to you a lot? Um, not so much. Um, so... It's a little different where I had a close friend who passed away when I was 22. Hmm. And when she passed away, it was really heartbreaking because it was somebody who was a best friend to me growing Mm up. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Excuse me. Now I feel like we got to record all over. Because you coughed once. (laughs) We're good. Um, But when she passed away, it kind of put things into perspective for me. Mm -hmm. And I knew that, you know, when I was younger, of course, I didn't, I I don't feel like I did a lot of shit. I didn't go to a lot of parties, like in high school and stuff, because, you know, my dad put the fear of God in us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, my friends would be cutting school and be like, all right, guys, I'll be here. (laughs) You know what I mean? Which was really interesting, like being um I was pretty well known pretty uh quote unquote popular in high school my high school was small though but but then not also getting heat for not doing a lot of shit right because my friends were out there doing stuff and then I was too scared to live yeah and she did a lot of stuff before she passed away Mm. and I really thought to myself damn like if something happened to me where I did pass away, have I really lived my life? Mm. So that was the first, like, when I was 21, right? And then when I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, I was in the hospital like, this ain't it. And I need to, I really need to live my life. Because we're all not promised tomorrow, of course. Right. And, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> if, I, if I just go for my dreams, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, I'll probably, like, lay on my face. And I've had many times where I've just failed at shit. But I was like, well, let me just get up and keep on going. Right. So if I really have an idea of something that I want to pursue, then I'm more keen to trying to pursue it, even if I look like a fucking buffoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. That takes a lot of groundedness and ego checking at the door and um, self-awareness and really, like, knowing knowing yourself and knowing that, like, you'll be okay. Like you said, if you fall flat on your face, like, you just get up. But that is trying. so hard, right? It is hella hard. Like, that's, that's what I think keeps everyone from or keeps a lot of people from doing what they want to do, right? Mm-hmm. They're afraid of failing. Yeah. I figure I'm going to fail anyways with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I have an example of how I just recently failed that I'd love to share. Yeah. So I launched my website yesterday. Mm-hmm. Hey. Woo-woo. Uh, really excited about it. Um, been a long time in the making and just excited to have a place to house all of my things. Um, and I actually launched it yesterday and I had thought I had checked everything and like done really (laughs) done a really good job of you know making sure I was ready for launch turns out my newsletter form was not configured correctly so it was going to nowhere the ethers (laughs) literally the ethers uh because Squarespace can't tell me where everybody's email went. So anyways, so embarrassing. I feel really embarrassed. I feel like I failed. I feel like an idiot. My perfectionist kind of energy around everything I do has just shown up in a huge way. And I feel like it's been a lesson, right, in that to just mm-hmm. own my humanness, own my my flaws, my mistakes, my imperfection. Um But also, it's just a reminder that, like, even when you think you're going in the right path and doing all the right things, you're still probably going to fail a little bit in some way, shape, or form. And that's okay, you know? It's not... um, What was so beautiful is is last night I was doing yoga and the teacher had us hug ourselves. And she was talking about how... You know, I've, I've known this before, being someone who suffered from anxiety, that compression of the body can actually bring down your heart rate can settle anxiety can really bring a lot of calming to the nervous system when you're in an acute situation Mm -hmm. for example when I'm freaking out I'll literally (laughs) whoever I'm with I'll be like can you hug me really 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 tight Mm -hmm. (laughs) please for like 30 seconds and it really does like calm me down so I was sitting there hugging myself Mm -hmm. last night and it just reminded me like oh this shit doesn't matter (laughs) Why am I freaking out about this? And again, like something that's so important about our title and how it just kept coming to us and nagging at us and saying, no, 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 this is what it's going to be called. For years. It's not even something like in the last couple weeks. It was like the first title we ever talked about. And Mm -hmm. it's the title that stuck. Yeah. Because I think it's such a core piece of living well and and being gentle with ourselves right Mm -hmm. we all take ourselves so fucking seriously and I'm one of those people sometimes so it's been such a blessing to like have this as the title and have this project in flow right now for me because of where I'm at in so many ways you know I'm pregnant I'm moving I'm trying to pregnant Trying to buy our first house, you know, like launching my business. It's like launching a podcast. There's yeah, and launching this sweet ass project. So it's like 
there's so many opportunities for me every single day to be like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm doing it wrong. What's mm-hmm. happening? I'm going to fail. But you just got to hug yourself, I guess, was the moral of my story. <laughs> Sit down, literally put your get out. right hand on your left shoulder, your left hand on your right shoulder. Close your eyes. <clears throat> We're really hugging ourselves right now, too. We are. Take a deep breath. I'm going to have to mention that during tap in today. Mm. Yeah. What's tap in, Chanel? Tell us. Oh, so tap in is, I'm still hugging myself because oh, this I, I feels stopped. good right here. Mm. Okay. Um, it's a meditation platform, a meditation app where every day at the same time, everyone taps into this app. And a teacher guides a 10-minute meditation. So it's like being part of a collective consciousness. Everybody is just sitting together and following guided prompts, breathing together, and just, you know, calming your spirit. Cool. So it's a project that I'm really, like, I'm in love with. And... My friend Margot was the one that came up with the concept. And so I met Margot in Mexico. And she was my my roommate for my Reiki Masters, Reiki Master teacher training. And when I went to Mexico, I only knew one person. I only knew my mentor. And Lisa is the owner of Maha Rose. Mm-hmm. So she was like, she had it in her mind that I was going to go to this thing anyway. She was like, it's for you. It's meant for you to go. And then I was kind of toying with it for like four or five months until I decided, fuck it, I'm going to go to Mexico. I'm going to do this. And didn't know anybody, went out there. She was the first person I met like within, you know, she was like, or they were like, this is this is your guys' room. And it was basically a treehouse in the jungle, mm-hmm. right? And... Um, it was beautiful. And I was like, I wonder why she's my roommate. You know what I mean? I was like, I wonder what I have to learn from her. Yeah. And um, she has become a really close friend. And there's so much about us that, like, just clicks. Um. Yeah, she just knows me on a different level intuitively and everything. But our, we would have long nights just talking about the things that the things that we want to put out into the world, right? All of the, you know, creative projects that we want to birth and where we can see taking our practices, stuff like that. Um, tap in was one thing that she wanted to be able to do. And she's a graphic designer. She worked for a company that did I know they did websites and um, all graphic art for different companies but also put out apps so she pitched the idea to do this collective you know meditation app and putting it out there to the world Mm -hmm. and I was part of it from beta and um, just helping it along giving feedback and then we launched, and I was one of the teachers from the beginning to launch. Did I tap in as a teacher to 
before in beta. I think I did in beta. Um, <clears throat> when we launched in January of last year, and it has been a really like a beautiful ride to see something like pick up and growth. And it's just something that for me is kind of my own mental check. Like, okay, I'm leading meditation today. At least that's 10 minutes where I can sit and mm. take a step back. Yeah. Right? So people catch me on Wednesdays at noon. I had a conflict yesterday, so that's why I'm tapping in today and leading today. But I love that there's so many people who are tapping in from all over the world. Love it. And we're all sitting together in this space and just meditating. Um, How and do recently, you, oh, go ahead. recently we've had a lot of um, we've had some pretty good like mentions a couple of days ago. Found out that we were in Vogue. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, I'll fucking take it. You know, that yes. I thought that was pretty big. Mashable uh, at the yeah, end of last that's year. Huge. <laughs> yeah. Mashable at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. There's there's actually been some pretty good mentions. Cool. Um even with the Harper's Bazaar for Maha Rose. Yeah. So I'm I'm feeling like, wow, okay, I've been planting these seeds for a while in wellness. And you know how you have your head just mm-hmm. down grinding. And then sometimes you look up and you're like, oh, they're blooming. And that's how I, that's the space that mm, I'm in right now. That's so beautiful. Yeah, I was just like juiced to have even a Yelp review. Nice. <laughs> and then when I see, you know, oh, it's a mention in Vogue or, you know, just different things like that. Different articles that have popped up over the last year. Or, you know, projects that I'm working on that are yeah. kind of coming to light and being recognized as being something significant. It's I don't look for a lot of validation and other people, I, you know, I try to value, value and validate myself. Right. But when you see it on a larger platform that, wow, you know, you're working so hard at something that is a dream of yours and that it is recognized on a national level or international level. It's like, whoa, this is I'm happy when my mom tells me she believes in me because this is somebody who was, <laughs> probably would have been like yeah. 10 years ago. Like, no, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? But um, so that's it's it's big and it's. <clears throat> it's beautiful. So just kind of sitting in that feeling. Yeah, that's amazing. How do you, so the tap in to access it, if anyone wants to join you, that's just an app on the App Store, correct? It is, and it's only available for iOS right now. Okay. They're working on the Google ver- or the Android version mm-hmm. of the app. Um, and I know that they're working on desktop stuff too. Cool, cool. So right I now on that. Apple, um, Apple apps, <laughs> just download it for free. Yeah. And Pacific time is 12 p.m. and Eastern is always 3 p.m. Same, same time, same day, or every day, tapping in. Cool. So simple. Super simple. Love it. Cool. That's so exciting, and I think it's just so inspiring. I think I've always been inspired by you but like yeah I mean just I think you're what you said is really powerful and something that I have been working on for a really long time you know just really validating myself and um uh I I I'm pausing because there's this song by Michael Bloom that was like my it still is like the song I go to when I need some inspiration and one line in the song says 
External validation is not a prerequisite for self-appreciation. So good. Check out that song. It's called Lifting You by Michael Bloom. I wish we could have it as our intro. That would be sick. Ooh, that's a good segue, though. (laughs) Let's talk about season two, baby. Okay. So few things I'm super excited about. Mm-hmm. Getting an intro song. Yes. That is just like everything that we want. It'll be real official. Yeah. And like an intro, actual intro of us like saying who we are and what this podcast is about. Because, mm-hmm. you know, this whole season was really about feeling it out, seeing what we want out of it, what our goals are, what our aspirations are, and what, we, what kind of medicine we really want to bring to the community. So... That feels really exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, And also that we already have four interviewees that have agreed to be interviewed for season two. Yes. So that's super exciting. Another thing that I feel really um, grateful for and kind of proud of is that everyone we've interviewed lives in Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. So, Oakland is... uh, We got a lot of talent out here. I love Oakland, man. And there's a lot of people out here who are really trying to um, push wellness forward in all of their different, you know, creative pursuits. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love that there are people who are committed to doing the work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in, like, such a real way. Like, Mm -hmm. I think about, you know... I've always thought that I kind of like grew up in Oakland, like Oakland's not my hometown, but I moved here, uh, let's see, eight months, nine, about nine months after getting sober. Mm -hmm. And so it's been this place of like real growth for me. Like I wasn't, I was living in just this cloud until I got sober, you know, I wasn't really present in my body and my life and my awareness of what the world is and what it can be and so how fucking amazing is it that I was able to do that here where there's so many people that I feel like like I I I can guarantee you had I moved somewhere else I would be a completely different person and I know you can probably say that about anywhere you live but like this pivotal seven years in my life has been you know, has shaped me for the rest of my life. Like choosing to go back to school, um, understanding the importance of social justice and understanding the importance of, you know, kind of what we've talked about in this podcast, racism and um, in the wellness industry and me stepping into this in a way that really feels much more authentic and much more real and much more, grounded and healing than had I not been living in Oakland and exposed to all of these ideas, Mm -hmm. you know, I just really, um, yeah, I really appreciate that. And I feel super, super grateful for this, this town. Yeah. The town. Anyways. Um, so what are you, let, let, I'll, is there something, (laughs) Okay. What are you looking forward to for season two? I kind of just said a lot of stuff, but... Um, 
I'm looking forward to just having time to talk to my friend <laughs> and recording conversations. Um, like, first and foremost. Because, like, I know your intention with, with this. And it's the same as mine. That's why it's, it's been so easy, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> I'm looking forward to more in-depth discussions with people and just mm-hmm. hearing their journeys mm-hmm. and um, yeah it there's a there's a beauty in every time that we have an interview and knowing that okay wow that person actually went through the same shit that I went through mm-hmm. and they're still pushing they're still going and if I can see myself in their story what more for everybody else there may be somebody who's listening in on the podcast who's kind of in a space of this is not my life or this is not what I want to be doing or I know that I should be doing better and I can I can say that from experience and maybe I can talk about last Friday yeah um so I guess to go back a little bit it was a few years, <coughs> excuse me, a few years ago, I was working at a job that I was really good at, but I really hated. Mm-hmm. I was working crazy ass hours and it was unfortunately like life or death type of cases, um, working in expanded access. And I would drive or commute and it would take forever to get to work and come home. And then it, it always shifted too. like if I had an eight o'clock in the morning meeting in Novato, then I needed to leave here at 630. No, 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 no. Yeah, six o'clock, sometimes five forty-five to get there on time mm. just to prep for a meeting that I could not miss. Right. And then you tack on, so your round trip and, you know, all of the emails during the day and even in the evening. And it was just a huge life suck, right? And I thought that I was doing what I was supposed to be doing in this world, that that I had climbed this ladder, right? I got degrees and even going into business school, I thought that... I was getting an MBA because I was going to go further in my career in research and in pharma. I thought that I would end up becoming like a VP or something along those lines, right? That's what I was aspiring to. Mm -hmm. And that's what other people were aspiring to around me. That's what they were trying to groom me for. And I was really good at like the business stuff, but it wasn't where my heart was. And it wasn't until I went to business school and funny enough, I went to business school and learned so much more about social justice and about um, social good and about um, being of service. And the school I went to, oh, St. Mary's. (laughs) I'm living in my hoodie right now, but... Our motto for the business school was enter to learn, leave to serve. 
Mm, I love that. And I remember hearing that on or- the day of orientation and thinking to myself, okay, what, how, how is that going to look in my life? Mm-hmm. And I was so grateful to find a core, like really core group of solid people who I'm still very close with now that I ended up doing a lot of community service with and just service in general with net impact or like, you know, whole prize, um, (coughs) Clinton global initiative type stuff in business school. And it expanded my mind about what I wanted and being authentic, Mm -hmm. right. In, in all my offerings, even thinking about, okay, who am I giving my time and my energy to? Who am I investing in? Am I investing in myself as much as I'm investing in these companies or my workplace and different things like that? And um, I was really unhappy when I graduated from college. Like, I was actually, I think I was pretty depressed my graduation day. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting in the stands with everybody with their caps and gowns on, looking around and I'm like, what am I doing? Did I just waste mm. a couple of years of my life? Wow, this was on the day you were done. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was really sad and yeah. nobody knew, nobody knew. Um, because I was like, we're all in these ugly ass caps and gowns very conform like conforming gear Mm -hmm. I have classmates who are like we're gonna fucking get paid because you know automatically people assume if you have an MBA then you're gonna get like half a million dollar salary annually and then I remember sitting there and looking past the stage and there was these beautiful trees right I think there were redwood trees and something else. They were super tall and beautiful. And I was staring at them. And then I just I just started talking to my grandma. Mm. And I, my grandmother was a huge inspiration for me. She's all, she will always be an inspiration for me. But this is a woman who um, only graduated with a fifth grade education. And she had to leave school so that she could pick cotton. And that's how, that's how she was able to, you know, help her family. And then, of course, she has my dad and my aunts and uncles. And she worked super hard all her life so that we could have a better life. This is the first woman I knew as an intuitive in my family. Mm. And who owned it, but owned it in a very subtle way. And I remember asking her, like, or just saying, Grandma, I really I really hope you're proud of me. Like, I hope I made the, the best decision. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this breeze. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take this as you're proud of me. But I still feel really empty. And I knew the reason why I felt empty it was because I wasn't doing what I wanted to do with my life. Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't doing what was my purpose. And everybody knows too, like, if you're really just kind of fucking around. Mm-hmm. But there's always that fear <laughs> that holds you back from following your own path or following your intuition on things. So 
it took a while for me to like accept myself fully, my intuition, um, my spirituality, my intelligence, and like, yeah, my business savvy and knowing that all of that can all be what it is. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like, you have to be business Chanel or you have to be spiritual Chanel. It can actually be one thing. Mm-hmm. And your your story, your path is actually very powerful in helping other people maybe lead them to their own path or inspire them to do whatever they need to do. Um, so when I decided like, you know what, I really do want to go into wellness and starting to look into career paths that really spoke to me and what I was already doing for free, essentially, um, I became, I started going through my health coach training. Mm-hmm. And I knew that my job, like I needed to stay at my job to finance my future. And, or yeah, finance my dream. So I'd be at work, handling business, but I'd be, you know, headphones in, listening to podcasts. And one of the biggest podcasts I would listen to was Black Girl in Ohm. Mm-hmm. Founder was Lauren Ash, and she, her and Dion Ivory would, you know, they were wellness. They're women in wellness, women of color in wellness, and they would just interview other women of color in wellness who were kind of just doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was refreshing to hear of and just. Yeah, hear of other women of color in wellness who are trying to do the work and just talking about different modalities and different, you know, different things like that. And that kept me going. I'd be at work and at a job that I couldn't stand, but that was my motivation on the out, like, on the outside, like, popping my earbuds and just, you know, power through my day and feel uplifted because of these conversations that I was hearing of other women who are who are doing it yeah um and I knew listening to those podcasts like that I was going to step into my own and own it it was gonna be scary but I'm gonna do it Mm -hmm. and then I ended up doing it of course and it was it's been a slow build up you've been part of that very much so and seeing everything Mm -hmm. especially when I decided to get a brick and mortar that shit was fucking crazy yeah (laughs) But fast forward to last week, um, I had a client that came in, and um, this is a client who has expressed to me before that she found out about Reiki and found me from Black Girl and Ohm. And I thought that was really, like, it blew my mind. Yeah. Because I was inspired to head out on my own because of this podcast, mm-hmm. too, right? Mm-hmm. It was, well, you know, it was one of the inspirations. But, and I've had a handful of clients who have found me and what the work that I do because of this podcast. Right. So I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to write Lauren an email. And I might have said that on Sunday. I think Monday I get a, and like tagged in a post from Elaine from Cosa Arts and she was holding space for Lauren Ash and Nkechi who will be on next season 
um, to do a mindfulness event at COSA here in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And Lauren's not from here either. So I know she's, she was living in Chicago. I think she moved to LA. But anyways, she was here. And I was like, cool, I'll be able to tell her in person and that we'd be able to meet. And then the whole like, the situation with Nkechi was hella crazy too because we met last year briefly and at a cannabis event and I'm I knew of somebody or we have a mutual friend who I didn't know that she or every time she'd say, Oh, I think that you need to meet in Kechi, blah blah blah. I didn't realize it was her mm-hmm. until we came together and was like, Oh shit, and we already know each so other. So wow. So um just thinking about what that black girl and own podcast did for me to keep me motivated, keep me going in a time where, you know, I remember feeling depressed and feeling like before I before I really stepped into being like, okay, actually, I'm not I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. and I wanna own this now. Mm-hmm. I wanna move into this path. And having that as a motivator every day, right? Instead of going through my day feeling like a fucking bum because I'm <laughs> just not doing shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that even one person that's listening to our podcast will maybe feel inspired to connect with themselves yes. first and foremost. Yes. Listen to their body, listen to their intuition, mm-hmm. trust their intuition and know that nobody knows you better than you. And then to release fear around fully living their life mm-hmm. because we know that life is too short to sell yourself short and like go take that trip to Europe. Go tell that guy how you feel about him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Just live a little bit more fearlessly because you're more in touch with yourself and and also like with tapping into <coughs> into their wellness being mindful about their wellness and what what that really looks like yeah not the idea of what wellness is right and what were what it's curated to make us believe it is mm-hmm. but really tap into what wellness means for you mm-hmm. if it means that I need to not talk to my mom today because she's a toxic person own that and take a step back right and know that it's okay to feel that way yeah um or you know just just things like that that are the hard truths the shadow work own the shadow work dive into the shadow work and be like okay it's it's just shadow Right. Just like it's just light. There's, yeah. you know, there's a place for both. Just like there was a place for me to have all these facets to me. Just like there was a place for Shakira to have all these creative, mm-hmm. the multitudes of creativity within her and for her to own it. I pray that other people feel safe and inspired to own all of that, too. Mm. I love that. Sorry, I know that was a lot. No, <laughs> that's like the core of it, the essence of it. And I love that you called out the shadow because I think that the core of what we're trying to do and our aim in this podcast is to get away from this concept that it's all light, right? Mm -hmm. It's all, you know, buying nice clothes and going to the yoga classes and, um, you know, 
having the right meditation equipment and the crystals and the um, I'm trying to like list off all these things from visuals. I mean, I've even seen. thinking about this podcast, like, yeah, it's a pretty like basic setup, and we're in the studio. Right. And there's a fucking garage next door, <laughs> and you've mechanic heard it. Yeah, you've definitely. Oakland Airport it. is a couple miles away. Yeah. You probably hear all these yeah. <laughs> airplanes and you know stuff like that. But it was just more about put the shit out there mm-hmm. and don't worry about everything else. Just put it out there. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and the shadow part being like, you can see is that they might think they know what someone has been through. They might think they know how it feels to be them, but that true healing and, and living in alignment with yourself and developing self-awareness you have to walk through some shitty fucking times mm-hmm. to get there. And that's okay. Like, recognizing that, honoring that, and um, owning that is critically important mm-hmm. to being able to grow. We can't just live in this, you know, the light, the good, the positive all the time. You know, we have to understand that you have to walk through the dark places. Yeah to get there. Um, and so hoping, you know, my prayer is that people are able to live in those moments and just be in those moments Mm -hmm. through listening to the stories on this podcast. You know, I think we're just kind of scratching the surface in terms of how I will say like another, uh, we can get into like learnings that we have too. But one big key learning for me is what's been really fascinating is we turn off the mics and then there's this even deeper level that people want to go to. And there's these other conversations that we have. And there's been, <clears throat> there was actually a time we had someone here in the studio and I was like, whoa, 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 let's turn the mics back on, mm-hmm. you know? Um, we didn't and usually end up doing people that. end up staying longer. Right. And like, because we're just sitting there just talking. Exactly. And it's, and it's the, it's that next level, right? So like my prayer is that yes, people can hear these kind of stories and and be able to live through and be in their own dark places and know that that's they're going to be okay, they're going to get out of it mm-hmm. eventually, but that we also are brave enough to take our guests like a little bit deeper. Like that's my yeah. goal. I want to like and I'll speak, I'll speak for myself. You know, I shared my sobriety journey. This was the first time I've ever, like I said, shared it with anyone from like start to finish what I went through and not to mention just one person, but putting it on a podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, you know, thinking back, I feel like there was a little bit, there was a deeper level there. I could have gone one step further. Um, if I felt comfortable, Mm -hmm. I didn't feel comfortable in that moment to do that, but there was a little bit there was a little bit more darkness in that story than mm-hmm. I shared mm-hmm. because, you know, things that happened to me um, that kind of led me to getting sober. And so I'm part of that, right? I'm part of this, like, slowly developing the skill, the bravery, the community, the connection mm-hmm. to be able to really tell the real truth, like the the real, real, real truth. So, I mean, before those are my those are my prayers for as we continue on this project. I'm I'm right there with you. Cool. I mean, and that is you telling your story like that was super inspiring. And we were talking about 
before we even press the record button today. I right. told you, I don't, I've never been like super, super honest and upfront about the work that I do because it's like, if you know, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, of course, wellness coach is that broad term and there are different modalities that I do practice here. But when you get deeper into the spiritual stuff, there are certain people who know and people within the community who know. And then there are people who are even my close friends that don't even know to a certain extent of it. They're just kind of like, okay, well, Chanel's woo-woo and I, you know, but she hella cool. So I'm just, you know, if they don't believe it, they don't believe it. And then that's fine. But there has been, as much as people see that I put it out there and I'm honest about like, oh yeah, she's she's really following her path and she's doing this and that. But there's I can go deeper mm-hmm. and I could be really like really fully visible mm-hmm. and saying, Hey, this is actually what I do mm-hmm. and these are the reasons why I love what I'm doing. Right. And you know, just accepting that not not everybody's going to agree with it or you know, believe in that path or whatever else. Um, so I'm looking forward to going deeper there too. Yeah. Cool. As time Me passes. Too. So I love that it's like we are creating our own medicine with this podcast too. For sure. You know, like it's, yeah. I, like I said before, the title of it has come in handy so many times since we started this project just saying it to myself and reminding myself that um, yeah to not get hung up on things that don't truly matter you know mm-hmm. oh man I feel I feel like I said oh man like six <laughs> times today oh man well oh man I gotta get a different phrase but Yeah, I'm just so grateful that we're doing this. And um, thank you. Thank you. It's been fun. Yeah, it has. I think it will continue to be fun. It, it feels fun. It feels like it will. It feels like we're we're in a flow state here. Mm-hmm. As, a, as long as we stay honest mm-hmm. and we'll bring it back to being fun then that's all that matters yeah for our listeners if anyone has any special requests or questions or want to get connected with us in any way please reach out both of us i'll speak for both of us when i say like open doors we always want to hear from people and really just um build something that I think is going to be impactful for everyone um yeah so I just wanted to say that all of our contact information is available and um we'd love to just hear if there's some particular thing that maybe you're not finding information about you're not seeing um represented in in a way that you need in your communities or in any other resource apart from this podcast or any other podcast or um, people in this space. So let us know and hopefully we can um, 
help you find that and and give a platform to the people that need it. Um, oh, sorry, our email. Oh, yes. Too, before we before I ask you the last question, mm-hmm. um, if you have any inquiries or yeah, if you just want to talk to us about what you want to see represented, dtysfsinbox at gmail.com. So, so don't take yourself so fucking seriously in <laughs> DTYSFS. Um, so catchy. So, and we'll respond as uh, as best as we can. Yeah. Um, so we're taking a break before season two. Yeah. So the next couple months. I'm going to be hella pregnant when we record next time. No. When I see you next, you're going to be like... Waddling, for mm-hmm. sure. So what are you looking forward to in our break? Mm-hmm. Rest was the first thing that came to mind. Mm. Um, You know, like I said, uh, trying to move right now and find a home for this new chapter of our lives. And when I say our, I mean my my husband and me and this little baby on the way. Um, I think for me, because I've lived in a one-bedroom apartment for the past seven years... And I've known for a while, a few years, that that's not going to be where we stay for a long time or Mm -hmm. for, you know, the next decade or whatever. It's been kind of ungrounding or not allowed me to feel grounded. Not to mention we're on, like, the third floor, so it's, like, you know, really close Mm -hmm. to the earth. (laughs) That's a whole other thing. But, um, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to moving and having a fresh start and having a space where I can, I, I know it'll be a bigger space than what we have now, and I'm so grateful for that, um, to be able to create what I want to create in a space, kind of, you know, shout out to Sequoia and kind of what we talked uh-huh. about when she was on is creating a safe, sacred, beautiful space that really feeds your soul. Yeah. So looking forward to that and also um, what comes with that, which is a bigger kitchen. <laughs> Food is my, you know, preferred medicine mm-hmm. above all else. And so uh, cooking, creating food, feeding people, all of that is my, what I love to do really just brings me so much life. And so I'm excited about that. Um, yeah. But I'm also just, like, really excited to come back and, like, do it again. <laughs> so it's both. Yeah. What about you? Oh, oh you got... You're, like, leaving in 48 hours or some shit. Wow. When you put it that way, right? I'm like, oh, shit. No, it's yeah. not. Oh, it is? It is. Oh, it I actually you is. on Monday. No, I'm leaving on Saturday. <laughs> oh, so... <laughs> just so, so just a note for the audience, like, we're launching this podcast on Saturday, and Chanel is leaving on Saturday, and now she'll tell you where she's going. It's good, not... Good times. Good times. Yeah. It's not a small thing. So I'm heading to Mexico. Um, I'll be in Mazunte, Oaxaca, and... Um, as an international retreat manager for Maha Rose Wellness Center and um, all of their winter spiritual retreats, managing those. So there are six retreats. Wow. And um, we'll just be going basically back to back, handling all the business stuff. And this is why I love like the business end 
in the spiritual and then having that come together and being mm-hmm. like, okay, this is this is what we need to do. Yeah. Um, really excited to go back there and get grounded. Um, I think that it's it's definitely time. It's it's definitely time for me because I've you know on this grief journey and my wellness journey and all of that. It's time for me just to take a take a step back from the busyness of life, mm-hmm. um, and kind of just get grounded into the earth mm. in a different way. Like traveling really grounds me. It gives me a different perspective on things. It makes me feel more connected spiritually. So I'm excited to really, really excited to um, to get away, mm. and it's going to be challenging. <laughs> Excuse me gonna be challenging but it's also gonna be really really beautiful so um i'm excited for the growth there um and the sunshine mm-hmm. um i want that sunshine send me some it's supposed to be hot as shit out there oh, i want to be warm so bad so i still need to pack all my i have i have almost i just need to put them in my packing cubes <laughs> and uh yeah so that's me until the end of March and then wow. I'll come back and be refreshed and like ready to go Hell in yes. April and yeah ready yeah. for all this podcast medicine yeah that's awesome yay I'm like envisioning both of us in April just like glowing and like next level <laughs> so dope so dope oh great well um thank you whoever is out there listening to this deep 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 gratitude for you out there in your car or at your desk or at the gym or on your bed or wherever you are we love you thank you so much for listening thank you and we will see you next season bye